So back in town in Bristol, Tennessee, where, you know, Edie and Phil Philia decided to help out with one of the fellow uh, carnival performers uh, to put out posters and draw people in. Um, Phil, how long do you stay in the, in the bar after, after you finish off your accomplishment of eating all the eggs? Well, not wanting to uh, let the enthusiasm die down, I would exit immediately because then people would actually get to know me. Uh, <laughs> Fair. And you're like, ugh, people, connections, what? Like, <laughs> no, no, that's understandable. And um, Edie, how many posters have you put up at this point? Like, Every poster I had is up Aww. somewhere. <laughs> Not a single poster is left in my hands by the time I'm, that Phil Philia comes back out. Yeah. And have you gone, like, is it, like, one full wall of posters on a, a or do you just, like, go up and down Main Street? It's just the one street on one side, just posters <laughs> <laughs> on every surface that's available. <laughs> Yeah, and I think I think that draws attention. You see people walking by and like looking at the posters and looking at you. And then um, I believe I sent you with uh, the contortionist. Yes, the contortionist. Um, What's her name? Oh, Joyce. Phyllis. Not Joyce. Yes, Joyce. Um, yeah. So Joyce is sort of like you know talking to people who are coming by because you're busy putting up the posters. Whoever have questions. Um, and I think as you put the last poster, that's when Phil Philly is starting to walk back towards I guess the truck and um you see that as you're walking back to the truck after you put up the poster and you see Phil Philia you also see a um um yeah so you do see a man of the cloth uh who looks like he's in like in his late 20s so pretty young um with these bright blue eyes and it's like dark brown hair that's like really clean cut and put together and um as he sees you walking up Edie and, and Phil, you, you're starting to head back. Uh, he just looks at the three of y'all because Joyce is starting to join y'all as well. And sort of gives this like charming bright smile. He's like, hello children. You're new to town here. Uh, yeah, like we're just coming in setting up the carnival. And I motion to like all of the posters that are, are behind me. And he looks and he, he, he uh, sees in the poster, he's like, right, I saw y'all driving earlier today, uh, right past the church. You're actually not too far. Um, and it's good that the town is uh, getting some entertainment with what, especially with what the children seem to be throwing their minds about. And he sort of points to the other posters that you sort of like laid on top of, because there's like one that sticks out that says like a missing young woman. Mm -hmm. It's like... This would probably be hopefully a good way to break them from their their fascinations about these other missing people. Definitely a good distraction for sure. And um, he just has this charismatic bright smile to him that he's just like looking at both y'all and he's like, and um, I do have a sermon tonight, but I definitely will send people your way just to have some good, wholesome entertainment. What time does your sermon end? It, is, it ends at 8 p.m. So right around then, I'll send people um, well, your way to Well, won't you be coming too? You know what? I haven't been to a carnival in quite a while, so sure. I'll make my way out there. 
I don't know how I feel about this man. He's smiling so much at me. I'm not used to this. <laughs> do you want to do a thing? Or you yeah, gonna... I'm like, I don't, like, there's something, like, I don't usually get this welcoming of a smile. And the last time it's happened was, like, I don't know, a really long time ago. So this feels weird. So um, you, um, I'm looking at what is it? Keep an eye out for trouble? No. Maybe. I, think... I don't know. Because it's like, um, hmm. Like, I want to get a read on this person, essentially. I think, I think it may be keep an eye out for trouble, unless okay. there's something that you have for your dog, uh, for being dog-faced. Um, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I think no. you have Beast Within. You said True, one of the pack? Yeah. Yeah, um, I, have, I, have tr- I have one of the uh, pack. Okay. So let me roll plus... Uh, roll plus Guile, which... Oh boy, yeah. I, I don't know. Oh, oh, right? oh. <laughs> He's the nicest man I've ever seen. <laughs> I rolled four total. Oh, oh, oh. No. Mark XP. <laughs> and yeah, you're just, you know, you think about this and you're looking out, but you just, and you're studying him and you're just like, you know what? Maybe he's just a genuinely nice man. For one, someone who has goodness in their soul. <laughs> Maybe that's what Edie thinks as uh, she's looking at him. Yeah. That's great. Can't wait to see you. That's fantastic. And um, it, it's great to see that there's more people that come by. And it's always good to meet more children of, of the Lord. By the way, I'm Father James Merkel. So if you ever have any questions or do you want to try to catch a sermon before um, you go off to perform tonight? Or you need someone to talk to? I'm always here. And he looks at um, Edie and he kind of like looks at her for a second and then um, looks at Joyce for maybe a brief for a second and looks at uh, Phil Philia and just uh, gives it, gives another nod and smile. And he's like, I believe I need to get going, but it's good night. Nice to meet you all. And he starts walking past and walking down the road. Hmm. Hmm. Do you trust him, Edie? Yeah, I mean, look how friendly he was. Do you see how he was smiling at us? Good point. I think I'm going to follow him. I'm not saying you're a bad judge of who you should be friends with, but I think I'm going to go follow him. Well, should I come with you? I I think I should come with you. I should come with you, definitely. I mean, if you want. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I, of course I do. If you think something's wrong, I'll, I'll, I'll help. I'll help you figure out what's going on. Nods adamantly. Yeah. Joyce, get out of town. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with Joyce? I like Joyce. Oh well, I mean, she's fine. But this could yeah. be like our, like our. This could be like our mission, right? Like this could be like us finding out what's going on in town, right? You saw the missing posters. Uh, I point them out to... Um... Oh, well, that's concerning. Hmm. And maybe, maybe, this, maybe you think that this guy has something to do with that? Yeah, that's totally why I'm going. Mm-hmm. Okay, well then let's go. All right. 
but I, I does Joyce have like I turn to Joyce Joyce are you coming with us oh I can stay at the truck if you need me to I think I need you to stay at this truck okay and she just nods and started just just sort of um just to draw people in and like give them like you know an idea of the thing she'll stand on the bed of the truck and just do like some some like contortionist stuff <laughs> just to be like this is what you'll see at the carnival tonight. And you just hear that as you're, as you're walking away. Okay. So you're off to follow his do- uh, father Merkel. Yes. Yep. Okay. And that's all, that's what we'll cut the scene as, as right. y'all turn and start heading after him. Um, we'll cut back to the carnival grounds to our um, three that are left there. Um, I'm going to say at this point, it's probably like, mid-afternoon so carnival's probably like within like four to five hours when it'll start so um Liliana just finished up their cards and Thetis and Marquette are still there is that right okay Mm -hmm. yeah everybody's Mm -hmm. still there and um as y'all are sitting there and y'all kind of get a good view of the road itself seeing and you can see cars sort of just like slowing down as they pass by and obviously you know they're trying to just check things out and of course you know cars aren't completely common because it's the 1930s and um everybody walks um you'll see some people walking you know past and some people will stop at the entrance and like like they're with a walking partner and they'll look in and you know you can see them like talking to themselves and some of them are excited some of them are just shaking their head in disbelief as they keep walking um how do you all feel being seen in like broad daylight by these past survivors instead of like in the shadows of the darkness that you prefer. I don't know what it really looks like, but I have this vision of the three of us sitting there like mean girls at a lunch table and we're just like <laughs> glaring at these <laughs> these normies who are walking by. <laughs> like in in my head I have it's that scene from the craft where they get off the bus and it's like we are the weirdos yes (laughs) yeah I don't think Liliana reacts because she would her natural reaction would be to mildly frighten them or say something snippy about them staring but we need people to come to the carnival so that we have so we can survive so I don't think Liliana really reacts um, as she goes over this in her head. Fair. And um, I think as uh, you are looking and watching and seeing these people go by, there is one, there's just at this, you know, it's kind of quiet for a bit, maybe like 20 minutes or so, because I guess you're still finishing up whatever you're doing. And there is one woman who sort of walks by and stops and she looks like she's in her mid-30s with like this deep red hair that's sort of like flowing wildly in the in the breeze and um she just sort of stops at the entrance and just stares for a moment and instead of going down the road you can actually see her sort of cut into the dead corn husk right by the road entrance Hmm. I wonder where she could be going. That's a bit odd. Maybe we should send the child to follow her. That's 
probably uh, reckless. <sighs> I was just trying to find a use for them. That's fair. Uh, well, I could, I could, I could send one of the, the cats. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be quite so uh, unseemly for one of them to wander off. Would be more amusing if she's up to anything in toward. This is an acceptable idea. It certainly would be a way to take care of things if she is. Which cat will you send? Uh, I'll send... Mm. Zira's playing for the onlookers, so I'll sell. Uh, I'll I'll send Wilhelm. You said you want to do a keep an eye out for trouble. Yes. Give me a roll plus Kyle. That's a six. Take that experience. <laughs> All right. Gonna get me some experience. And um, you you try to keep keep an eye out with him, and like he, you know, you're trying to tell him like, hey, if you see anything funny, let me know, or bring back something. And he's out there maybe for like a good hour or so. And I think as he's coming back, and you see him, you see there's something in his mouth. I'm gonna open his mouth. And as you open his mouth, it looks like there is an arm that falls out. Someone's right arm from like hand to about elbow and it's old okay. it's decayed all right so it does not look like it could belong to the woman we saw Mm-mm. okay Edith claps with delight well i wasn't expecting that does he always bring back body parts he doesn't not bring back body parts but this uh, this does not belong to that uh, fire-haired woman we saw. This is far too gone to belong to that woman, which means other things are out there, which which could spell trouble for our little operation going on here. Well, especially if anyone finds out about it. It might distract them from coming to the carnival. True. But it could also mean that we could get blamed for whatever's going on over there. And have to leave another town early. Yep. Maybe we should try to take care of this ourselves and quietly. Yeah, that might... We should at the very least find out exactly what's happening if we can't take care of it ourselves then we can at least bring it to mother to decide what needs to be done about it. Well, do you think this is a job for one of the Johnnies or will we need to do it ourselves? I think she's looking at Thetis when she says it because Liliana and Marquetta do not show much respect for each other. <laughs> nope. But, she's a, but Liliana is addressing the group. Send a Johnny and if not the entire Johnny comes back... We know that it's not safe enough for us to go. This seems like a fair plan. I can abide by that. So I think Liliana like gestures to one of the Johnnies to come over to the table. One of them, I think, was um, helping uh, put together the Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. 
And so one of them stops what they're doing, tells the others to pick up where where he left off, and he and they they come on over. Mm-hmm. Hello, uh, Johnny. We need your assistance. We think there might be trouble out in the field over there. One of the lions went out and brought back something untasteful. We need you to go out is there. This, is the arm still out in the open? Uh, Wilhelm is chewing it. This is dinner now. <laughs> this is now dinner. Yes. Oh, it's decaying. Okay, buddy. <laughs> they don't care. Lions don't care. He's not picky. <laughs> And um, they they look at you and nod, and they look down at the lion just just going to town on this decomposing arm, mm-hmm. and they're just they they have their, their sight lingers on the cat for a bit, and then sort of looks back up at you and nods. And okay, um, you notice they don't speak, but you you're used to this. Okay, yeah, that's so. right. Okay, uh, I think Liliana also mentions that. Um, they need to come back within the hour. We have other things to do. Please make sure you're back within the hour. They look at their watch real quick, nods, and then um, starts going into the the cornfields. Um, I think with that, we'll cut over again to mm-hmm. uh, the two in town. Question you two. How... How like how close are you following behind uh, Father Merkel? Edie will take whatever Philphilia's lead is. Um, so I think Philia would. At one point, they'd probably like try to duck into an alley, maybe. Okay. So, like keep an eye on them, but um. Here's the thing, I want to use my ability, and I don't know if that would also entail Edie losing me. It, it probably will, depending on how high you roll. Okay, let's go with it. Yeah, so you're using Shameless? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's the one where I can... We hide in plain sight? Yep. Yep. Roll plus go. So it's plus one. That's an eight. Eight? Okay. When you hide from your betters in plain sight, roll plus dial. On a hit, you remain unnoticed, quietly observing. Ask the MC one revealing question about the scene you observed. Pressing any further uh, will reveal your presence. I'm going to say you, Edie's following with you, and um, I think as you turn the corner, and then Edie turns in right after you, and as soon as Edie turns into this alley, you're just gone. Um, I guess what I'm trying to figure out is where is he going? Yeah, um, so I'm gonna pause that real quick. Edie, as you turn into the alley, you just, you don't see Phil Philly anymore. They just seem to like disappeared. So yeah, so she stands there and is like searching around and like sniffing, like trying to see if like potentially the scent of Phil is around. How would, how does Edie describe Phil's scent? This is gonna oh, be very, I'm very God. <laughs> well, right now it's pickled eggs. So <laughs> fair. I guess I guess maybe it's probably whatever Phil has been eating at the time of of yeah, like when whenever that she's around uh, them when they're uh, eating. Basically, it's whatever that scent is, because I they're, they're never not 
feeding on something, right? Mm. Is that correct? Sure. Essentially yes. always snacking on something. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's always a rotating, uh, uh, a veritable buffet of odors. <laughs> but yeah, so specifically right now, I'm looking for that pickled egg smell. Yeah. And you're, you're smelling it, and you do smell it on the air, but it's very faint at this point. And then I think she uh, turns around back where she came from and like starts like petulantly kicking at the ground. It's like, every time try help them. And just like is grumbling as she's like walking back out of the alleyway. Oh, for Edie. <laughs> so you heading back to the truck then? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yes, I think so. Okay. I'm going to <laughs> just <laughs> grumbling the entire time. Oh. <laughs> All right. So uh, I'm going to cut from that to uh, Philphilia. Uh, you're so basically you disappear in this alley, but you're able to like catch back up with them. And I'm not going to have one revealing question is um, I'm, I'm going to let you hold on to that for now because basically they're going into a diner. Um, once you get back onto the main road and you're sort of like people are just like looking right past you at this point. No one notices, no one sees. Um, you can see Edie uh, as they are grumbling and walking back to the truck at this point. Um, but yeah, you, you see that, um, you hear the chimes of the door opening and you see Father Merkel walk into the, like this little small diner. And um, are you going in or are you gonna stay outside and like, sort of like peek in? Um. I feel like Philly would most likely just. Oh, gosh, what would I do? Well, knowing my ability, I'd probably walk in and do one of those like sit in the uh, opposite booth kind of thing. Okay, like like the one behind, so you can overhear what's going on. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, you sit there and you you overhear. Um, and as you walked in, you saw that Father Merkel was um, meeting with a uh, a young woman. Um, probably looked like she was 20. Uh, dark brown hair, dark brown eyes, tan skin. Just sort of, um, sort of chatting. And she, she looks like she's having, she, you know, she's happy to see him, but there's like some sort of sadness that, that like lays deep on her. You can see there's a sadness in her soul. But um, go ahead and ask your question as you're sitting there and um, just listening. I want to know what the father's intentions toward her are. Okay. And as you're listening, and you're sitting there listening, um, you you hear talk about um, concerns about her parents, her family, her her uh, mother specifically, who's starting to go ill because of um, malnutrition and just things that are happening. And she knows that the things are getting a little bit better, but the situation is has really affected her her mother where um, she's coughing consistently because of the dirt in the air and you know, all, all that stuff. And um, she's just trying to find some hope and, you know, happiness within that. And uh, you hear that Father Merkel says, well, if you come to the sermon tonight, um, we can talk afterwards and we can see what we can do to help you with the situation. Maybe we can pray a little harder and do a ritual to help help your your parents. And ritual I mean is like 
you, you, he means it as in like a sort of like a more reading more scriptures and he explains it to her like reading scriptures and like lighting certain candles and all that but um but what you pick up from that is that he wants to try to get her after sermons at night by herself did i hear her name in this conversation yes her name is doris how long do you stay in the, the cafe before um, you feel like it's best to leave? Um, I would sit there listening to Doris's story and then probably a minute or two after she leaves. Okay. Yeah, I think um, as when she leaves, that's, I guess, whenever you're starting to be seen again because you're staying, like, lingering a bit. And um, the wait staff sort of like eyes you because they know you're an outsider. And you see them starting to whisper among themselves. So maybe that's probably when you leave, maybe. I don't know. Is that when you leave? Yeah. You know, yeah, when you start getting looks. Okay. Before it actually starts to bring true attention toward you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, yeah, Father Merkel just stays there and um, eats his lunch after she gets up and goes. And um, where do you go after that? Do you follow her? Do you go back to the truck? I'd probably follow her for a bit. Okay. It's actually kind of funny. Um, I shouldn't, she uh, actually is going in the same direction of the truck. Like she's walking up Main Street. Oh no. Yeah, so you see your turn in that direction, and <laughs> well, I'll follow, follow. Okay, so that means you are being able to be seen now as you, as you exit the um, the diner as the door chimes again, and you're walking back in the direction of the truck. <laughs> Edie, yeah, I was gonna say like. Edie is sitting in the truck with Joyce at this point in time and has been kind of like, like, I don't know, having a conversation with Joyce about like, Joyce, come on. Oh, oh okay, okay. Hold on. Wait, where's, where are they? Phil being Phil, I guess, just disappeared on me. Oh my gosh. They are so good at that. How, how are they so good at that? I don't know. I don't know, but we're going right now. Like, I, I'm tired of this. I try to do my best. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help them out, but they never seem to want my help. I'm, I, I'm a great help. Am I not, Joyce? Joyce nods, like, fervently. She's like, yeah, yeah, you are. You're, you're fantastic. I, maybe, maybe, maybe it's, it's not you. Like, you know, just, you know how Phil Philia is. They're just, they're, kind of like on their own and they do their own thing and it's nothing against you they're just I think that's just how they are I don't know I think I should be able to do something at least a little for them and get some recognition and anyway let's just go they can get their way back and I think at this point she goes to like reverse or like start the car and like looks up into the rear view mirror and then we'll see like Still walking up to the main yeah. street. Yeah. 
and just close her eyes and then turn the car off. Oh, okay. So we're not leaving? Look back there. Oh, and I think um, Joy sort of just like wiggles out and like doesn't even open the door, just sort of like wiggles through the window and like sits like on the, the you know, in the window and mm-hmm. sort of just waves and just like, Phil, we're heading now. Let's go. Hey, Joyce. Um, yeah, uh, could you tell Edie I'm going to try and make a new friend? So y'all can head out without me. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Joyce just sort of wiggles back into the into the, the truck and, and she's like, well, oh, I guess you heard. Okay. I guess we can go. Start the car back up. And just without even looking in Phil's direction and trying not to make any eye contact whatsoever, just drives off. Okay. Go back to the carnival. Okay. And I think that's where we're going to leave it with you two there. <laughs> um, Phil, Phil is starting to follow after Doris and Edie, frustrated, is driving back to the carnival. <laughs> the, the camera's going to open back up so where the truck is pulling into, back into the carnival. And I'm going to say, uh, for the people that are there, I think that Johnny's been, been out for like 30 minutes at this point. Okay. So y'all, y'all been waiting around for a bit. What, have y'all been doing anything? Um, or are y'all just sitting and waiting? Uh, I'm brushing Wilhelm's hair now because he's all, he's a hot mess. He can't covered. perform like this. He can't yes. perform like this. Yeah. So you're cleaning out his mane from all yes. the acre. Okay. While he's having his snack. <laughs> I Fair. think Liliana is going back and forth since it's still day one and setup is still happening. I think that she's going back and forth between like kind of prepping her tent and herself, but then coming out every, you know, 10 or 15 minutes just to see if, if there's anything, any new news. Yeah. Thetis? I think I am also brushing my hair, not because it's particularly dirty or anything. It's just kind of a, an activity that I take a long time doing anyway for, for entertainment's sake. Oh, yeah, because you have, like, long hair, don't you? Mm-hmm. It's, like, yeah. down to my waist. Mm-hmm. And I think as you're doing this, and I think this is where Liliana's coming out to check, um, so you see her coming out of the, in the, the tent, and y'all, y'all three see the truck pulling back up, and it's uh, Edie and Joyce in there, but Phil isn't with them. I think Liliana, like, waves to Edie a little bit. Uh, yeah, Edie will wave back, um, but uh, is immediately going to go try and find Gloria. Mm. Basically thinking, like, very determined, like, and, like, a happy puppy, like, <laughs> kind of bouncing, like, proud of themselves, kind of, uh, kind of walk about them. Yeah. So, Gloria, I think, is, um, in her, in her, uh, carriage. Mm-hmm. And so... But the door's open because she wants the fresh air in, so you're able to like see her when you when you walk the steps and poke your head in. Yep. And so uh, Edie pokes her head in and says, "Gloria, I'm back, and all the posters have been put up around town." That's fantastic. Thank you. Um, uh, hopefully, we get a bunch of people coming in tonight. Are you Are you prepared? I will be getting prepared momentarily, but yes, we are going to have lots of people. There was a very nice man that Phil didn't seem to trust, but I thought he was fine. Uh, he said he's going to bring people. 
So yay. That's fantastic. That's good. Thank you. No, that's going to be really great. And yeah, I should, it's, I think we have a couple more hours before sundown, so you probably should go off and get ready, but thank you again. You're welcome. And you know, this is the, the visage of what Edie sees so as that nice motherly, like housewifey sort of look. Mm-hmm. While we were in town, uh, couldn't help but notice that they seem to have a lot of missing people. Really now, that's concerning and definitely we'll have to keep an eye out tonight and make sure that all our Johnnies are um, just a little more protective than usual because I don't want any of my children to go missing and she just gives you that warm smile and winks like and like does a little thing where like you know she's booping you on the nose but she's too far away so she does like a little like she's mentally booping me (laughs) mentally booping you yes okay air booping Uh, you rather and with that i think edie will just turn on her heels and walk out and i think go to um hmm i don't know i think go to her tent to start to get ready i think okay like just starts to head out to her area yeah and i think as you 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 pop into your tent um for the rest of y'all, it's sort of like, it's sort of cuts to seeing Edie disappear into their tent, in her tent, and then all of a sudden seeing the Johnny stumble back out, and they're, there's a look, there's like a cold sweat to them, they're, they're pasty, they're like, um, sweaty, you can see that, like, their nerves are shocked and shook, and like, you know, they're just, their hands are shaking, but they stumble out, like, kind of like, caught off guard that they actually found the exit. <laughs> You know, they, they mm-hmm. do a quick tumble and they stand up quickly and dust stuff off and um, looks around real quick and then sees um, all of y'all and comes back over and just shaking, shaking their head. Well. And um, with that, they uh, place on the table something. You know, their hands, you can see their hands still shaking and like their hands covering it. And then all of a sudden they move their hand away and quickly just walk back to work. And uh, what's left on the table is a, looks like a silver locket. And then um, that's just sort of closed with the front little like intricate design on the front of it. I want to open the locket. When you open the locket, um, it has a little um, inside it has a little like it looks like a cutout from the bible or some sort of parchment of the of a cross within it so it's like not like a hand drawn like cross it looks like it's like more like printed but on the when you open up that's the right hand side but on the mm-hmm. left hand side there's an engraving uh, engravements of uh it says betty in it well this might need more investigation we may have to send a different Johnny. Do we have a Johnny that speaks? Maybe one that's braver. Mm. That one, one that doesn't spook so easy. Yes. Ooh, ooh, maybe one of my the the Wranglers. One of my Wranglers. Okay. He did come back in one piece. That's true. This that's positive. Mm-hmm. That's positive. 
while you guys are all like discussing and looking at that locket and trying to figure out stuff like oh look at johnny edie just shows up in a new dress uh that she was wearing from not the same one from earlier and it was hey everybody what's going on <laughs> hello edie marquetta just stares at you oh yeah i realize marquetta's there and immediately like looks away <laughs> just what's up what's new i just got done putting up the posters in town how good it, for you it's important to stay busy yep idle hands devil's playground all that did you find anything interesting in town is anyone excited about the carnival well, yes, uh, we got several people who are interested. Joyce did some shows. I think Phil was doing some, Phil, you know, Phil, I, who knows? But yeah, we met a, a, a guy named Father Something. I can't remember. Uh, and he said that he would, been, he would have people come from his church. Hmm. Isn't that wonderful? Nope. As long as they're willing to pay, I suppose. Is this arm just on a table somewhere in this? Oh, the lion's chewing it, I think. Oh. Yeah. So in a couple hours, I'm pretty sure it's been eaten by now. Oh, that's true. There might be some bones left. I think um, at this point, Marquetta like, takes the bone out of Willem's mouth and just puts it on the table next to the locket. Venus grabs the locket and puts it on. So... Whose bones are these? That is the question of the day. Where did they? Where did you get? Well, from that field over there, we we saw someone go into the field. They have not come out. Marquetta sent one of I don't know one of her cats in after it, and they mm. brought back this arm. And then we sent in a Johnny, and they brought back the locket. But we didn't pick a Johnny that speaks. And so we it's don't shiny, isn't it? It's, it? it is shiny. Edith. Beautiful. So it looks lovely looks, on you. Yes, exactly what I was going to say. Uh, what, what was on the interior of the locket? It's a cross and it says Betty. This is a missing person. It's mine now. Well, yeah, yes. you could have a locket. Yes, Thetis. I'm not sure the state we're going to find this person in, but I imagine that the locket is the least of their concerns. Well, somebody needs to go back out into the field. I mean, I can, I could probably go do that. Is that, is that what we're needing right now? Is that what you guys need? I'll go. Well, I will also go. <sighs> Fine. Do you want to go too, Thetis? I can push you. If someone wants to push me. I'll do it. Not a problem. Also, where's, where's Philphilia? Oh, yes. Oh, and then like Edie's face just like goes like no longer happy kind of stoic and just like they just took off said they were gonna make a new friend oh okay so long as they're not lost all right and we don't find them in this field then we'll be all right because we know that this is something that Phil does from yes. time to time. Yeah. Okay, so like this is not, like we're not phased by this. We just want to make yeah. sure we know whereabouts Phil is. I think Liliana is going to 
go over and tell one of the Johnnies that we have some business to take care of um, and that we should be expected back in an hour, just in case. Um, yeah, this Johnny just sort of looks at their, their watch and um, looks up at the sun real quick just to see where it is in the sky and just gives a nod. Okay. Marquetta goes and tells the chef, because we're right by the food mm-hmm. truck. Yeah. You're the, same, the same type of information. Yeah, the chef sort of just like looks at the sun, wipes this sweat off the brow, and just sort of like, all right, see you when you get back. All right, can you have can you have a sandwich ready for me? Of course. Thanks. Your favorite, as always. Ah, oh, you're the best. And she winks at him. Because you got little finger guns in it. Yep. <laughs> Marquette, are you bringing any of the cats with you, or? Um, no, not this time. Okay. So they're free range cats just roaming around the carnival without their master in sight. Okay, no big deal. Just wanted to double check. (laughs) (laughs) Just chewing on arm bones. It's fine. Just just chewing on the things. Yeah. Yeah. And so all all four of y'all disappear into the cornfields. And um, that's where we're going to cut back to Cecilia. Making friends. Yeah. So you're following someone else now. Um, how far away are they from me? I want to say they're probably like 20 feet ahead of you, so not too far. They, they uh, stopped and like looked at windows and shops, so you were able to catch up a bit. Sure, um, I guess I'd run up, or not run, uh, and just try to catch up to them. And once I get to them, I'd be like, uh, Hey, uh, ex- excuse me. Um, so- sorry, I don't. I don't mean to impose, but um, I, I just happened to uh, be in the diner back there, and I o- over kind of overheard you. Um, I think Doris sort of um, stops and is a little like you know, taken aback because she hasn't seen you before. So she's like, "Oh, new person," and like stops and um, she's like, you know, being civil and kind and sort of. Gives you a soft smile, and she's like, "Oh, you, you, you heard all that?" Yes, yeah, sorry, I, I didn't mean to, to eavesdrop. You know, it's just, it's a, it's a bad habit of mine. Uh, sometimes in crowd space, it's, it's hard not to. I understand. Yeah, I mean, I'm used to coming to small towns like this. You know, we're usually where people usually recognize that I'm not from it, so I tend to stand out a bit. So it gets kind of, you know, you always got to be wary of your surroundings. <laughs> mm-hmm. I understand that. Well, um, um, what brings you to town? Oh, um, maybe I bring out like one of the crumpled posters that I had. And I was like, uh, it was actually is, um, I mean, we're um, having a, a carnival tonight. Um, you know. Oh, I, I do wondering... love carnivals. Um, do y'all have the, um, a way to call it the, uh, the the cotton candy. Oh, of course. <gasps> oh, that's my favorite. It's not much consolation. Um, but uh, I, I I just happened to come upon some uh, extra funds today. Uh, by perchance, would you like to um, I don't get something to eat. Um. Or, and oh, uh, I, 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 I know you have uh, an ailing mother, and you know if, if I wouldn't mind helping out 
Oh. I mean, considering we're having the carnival today, you know, I, I know uh, more funds coming in. Oh, well, that's, that's awfully sweet of you, but um, I do need to get back to work. I just, I did have lunch earlier at the diner and okay. um, I was just heading back to work, but I really appreciate you. Um, I'm definitely interested in coming by tonight though. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, if there's anything I can do to help, you know, just, I know I'm, I'm just some stranger, but. Oh, well, that's my kind of year, but I don't know how much it can help a, um, a sick mother, but, um, well, but yeah, it's great to hear that there's, there's good people in the world like you. You know, sometimes they say that sometimes the best medicine is just, uh, going out and putting a smile on your face, so. Maybe if y'all could come out later tonight, you know, it might help. I, I mean, I, I don't know if I'll be able to get my mother out here, but I can definitely try to see if she's up for it. I, I mean, if you need help, I'm I'm sure I could arrange something. Oh, well, that's, once again, that's mighty sweet of you. So I'm um, definitely intrigued, but also if she's, if she's not feeling it, then, you know, well, I don't want to push her, you know? Yeah, I, I understand. I understand. Um... Okay, well, uh, hopefully I'll see you tonight. Yeah, um, what, what was your name? I'm sorry, I don't think I caught it. Uh, some call me Phil, some call me Phil, yeah. Oh, I like the duality of that, that's, that's nice. I, I'm Doris, I don't know if you caught that from overhearing earlier or not. Oh, oh, no, I didn't. It's nice to meet you, Doris. It's nice to meet you too, Phil. And she sort of gives a smile and then like a small little wave and just keeps on walking. I'll just wave back and start heading in the opposite direction till I know she's not looking then I guess I have to roll to follow <laughs> yes you do have to roll to follow no, 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 no. Wait, what'd you get it's a five. Oh well mark experience yeah I think you see you're starting to um go down this this back road and then you see you're starting to go into I guess a cleaners like a little like a wash it not a wash teria but people like you know people bring their clothes like you know be pressed and steam so maybe it's the cleaners I'm thinking of and um she's going through a back entrance because you know employees only and all that stuff and you're like okay cool I'll go in too and then I think as you're opening up the door you just hear this gruff hey who are you just sort of like bark at you from down the, the alley. Uh, I just book it. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll cut away from you just running off. All right. Hornfield crew, are y'all just choosing a direction to go or how are y'all deciding which way to navigate in this thing? I mean, we had a Johnny who came back out of the field. Are there like broke, is like a broken path that, he, that they came from? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's also a broken path from the cat as well. Because a big old kitty decided to run through here as well. Um, so there's so there's like two different paths. There's like one that's like more wider because of the cat. And you can tell it's the cats because there's some like areas where you can see the big paw prints and stuff going through mm -hmm. the, the dirt. And, and then you see a, like a more narrow path where the Johnny went. Are they going in two different directions? <clears throat> you, at first it looks like they're the same direction. And then like you see the Johnny sort of step off and go off into another area. So... Well, do we split up or do we choose a path? Well, if the lion rolls her eyes, what came back with a body part, 
maybe there's more body parts where the lion came from. I'm fine following the lion's path. Same. Thetis? But the Johnny had treasure. True. But we could follow the lion's path. Lion's path it is. All right, so y'all follow the lion's path, which it does look like it, you know, it's going a certain way and it's sort of not a direct path. It's where it, like, sway. You can see where it, like, sort of, like, wanders and moves mm-hmm. about. And some areas where it's, like, more crunched, more crunched than others because you can see, like, the cat probably stopped and sniffed a thing or, like, went off a little bit. Um, but it takes y'all about 20, 20-ish minutes to get to deeper into the cornfields like just out of nowhere you, instead of these dead husks that are sort of just standing on their last legs you run into like a wall of green vegetation that was unexpected weird well I think we should continue but we might want to bring some corn back with us depending on what we find Arketa definitely takes some corn and puts them in fetus's wheelbarrow <laughs> You just how you feel about corn being in your wheelbarrow. You're marinating in corn. In corn. You're corn soup now, Thetis. I'm, I'm a chowder. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You're Tennessee chowder. <laughs> it's all right, but but don't piss me off. I will throw corn at you. <laughs> yeah, about now to you say have something grosser. You have... <laughs> You have given me weapons. This That's is true. your own fault. <laughs> the ground here is soft. You can feel like the dirt, like underneath you, it's not that hard, rocky dirt. It's actually like supple soil. Like it's, um, Edie's kind of harder to actually do the wheelbarrow through here just because the, the ground is a little bit softer. But just, you just notice it as you, you're wheeling on. Um, all the corn is sort of, um, yeah, it's lush. There's even like some, um, and it's like just like a wall of corn and then like and like so you probably go like 10 more feet and then it's like maybe i'm trying to think of the words like other various vegetations within like squashes and pumpkin patches that are just all full of life and starting to bring bring up uh peas like there's like pea shoot areas and tomatoes and we will need to send a few of the Johnnies back later. Yeah, this could make, this could work out really well for us. Mm-hmm. This is where a dead body was? Well, maybe. I haven't seen any sign of that yet. I mean, I can understand from a fertilizer standpoint. Hmm. We can't be too picky about where we get our food these days. Nope. Have we really reached the end of the path, though? Is how how much farther do the tracks go? I I think actually right when you get into the middle, that's where the tracks stop. That's where they stop. Okay. Yeah. Is there anything more there in the middle? Does someone want to give me a roll? Yeah, I was looking at what is it? Um, keeping out for trouble. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, eleven. Oh, nice. Okay. So uh, you get to ask, you have, uh, on a hit, take one forward on the answers you found, and then um, 10 plus, you ask two questions. I mean, I want to look for any indication of either the missing girl, extra body part, anything about 
that's out of place. All right. So basically you're asking what dark truth is in here. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, as you're, as you're looking around and like, a overwhelmed by the the different the vibrance and like the the fruit and stuff and the food Mm -hmm. you look more to the dirt and um as you're looking at the dirt something catches your eye and you sort of uh do you bend down to like look further closer or i think i nudge it with my foot okay you nudge it with your foot i'm gonna say as you nudge it your foot it's soft and then like as you nudge it, it sort of like rolls over and so it is also a foot. That's um, maybe about as decayed as the arm that was there. Does it have a shoe on it? No, just barefoot. Well, I think we're on the right path. Well, we found where the arm came from. What we really need is a face. Do we? Do we? <laughs> I don't think this face? has a face. I mean, when we look, I'll go over it. I'll gingerly place Thetis barrel down, and I will go over to where the foot is at. You didn't completely unearth it, did you? Or you just, like, nudged it? I just nudged Uh, it. So, as you, yeah, so basically, you're able to pull it out, and you just see it's a, um, it's, it's a full foot that's been decaying for a bit, and then, like, maybe, like, halfway down the leg itself, that's where it stops. Okay. Is it a clean cut? Because it's decayed, it could have been a clean cut. Okay. Like looking at the bone, it look if you're looking if you're actually examining it, it it does look pretty clean because it looks like it's cut through, but um, it's pretty decayed at this point, so it's hard to see like okay. what kind of thing was used. But yeah, it does look like it was um, severed. Okay. Hmm. I will say, Thetis isn't really paying attention to this part. She's just kind of luxuriating in the sun. Just like flipped her hair back and was like laying back in the wheelbarrow <laughs> with the, the the corn floating around yep. and her shiny new locket. Yep, I love it. <laughs> I was gonna say, so we we found an arm and we found a leg. Where's the rest? Should we? Should I go ahead and scout around and look for more? Does it matter at this point? There's a dead body here. Yeah, but how many? Hmm. Again, does it matter? Only if it takes attention away from the carnival. The Mm. child said Betty only went missing this morning or yesterday morning or something like that. Not long enough to be this gross. Maybe we should go back and investigate the Johnny path as opposed to the lion path. That's probably a good idea. That seems to be the direction where the uh, redheaded woman went earlier as well so you head back to the uh the the down back down the path back into the destroyed um dead crops back to where the intersection was where the the fork mm-hmm. and y'all turn to go down the, the other side now mm-hmm. yeah okay so yeah you go down that way it's probably like another 10 minutes or so um whenever you stumble across um it looks like an empty field right now it's just all of a sudden you're in these dead crops of corn and all of a sudden it's like a perfect 30 foot diameter circle Mm -hmm. just completely empty a a perfect circle if you will and it's um the ground here looks like it just it looks like it's been tilled recently it looks fresh 
and um, there are some, you see a little bit of sprouts sort of like starting to come up. I mean, the first thing I want to do is obviously, I mean, look around for anything obvious. So like mm -hmm. just a full person, right? Like if like either the sister or the redheaded woman, if they're just laying there. And if I would imagine we would, any one of us would see that if that were the case. Um, otherwise, I just want to walk around. Like you're not that. walking in, you're walking around? No, I want to walk in and then okay. walk around the inside if I don't see anything obvious. Does that make sense? As soon as you put your foot in, it sinks oh. like it did, like with the other soil. Oh. Like, you know, like how it's softer. Gotcha. But you, you do see as you step in, this like red liquid just starts seeping out of the ground and like sort of like coats your boot. <laughs> 